What's poppin'? We started off week like a Sunday. Hey, right now y'all listening to Sucker Free Sundays with Dean Cloudy J. Hey, how I stay sucker free? Every weekend, I gotta turn on the Anita Baker just to get it poppin' so I can get it clean right in the crib. Ooh, it's gotta be spotless. We getting it poppin', big bro like it. Welcome to Sucker Free Sunday, Got Five on It, the podcast that explores storytelling through music, lists, and conversation. I am your host, Avoya Mayo, back from a mysteriously lengthy hiatus. Hiatus? Is that how we say it? Hiatus. Yeah. See? See how I do? Um, But tonight, um, you're in for a treat. I will be um, chatting uh, up. Osiris Bali from As a Matter of Black podcast, which you can also find here on Anchor FM and Spotify and iTunes and all of your favorite um, portals for dope things. Um, We'll be discussing Bobby Womack, New York Undercover, and um, how you stay sucker free during a pandemic. So uh, hang out with us this afternoon, this evening, this morning, however it is you consume your podcast, and um, we'll be right back. One thing I, uh, I left it somewhere and I didn't I forgot to get my microphone. So next, okay. week, so I'm gonna try a different avenue. Okay. So uh, welcome to the show, Osiris Bali. Thank you so much for uh, coming and joining us at the Suck Free uh, Sunday. Got five on it uh, lounge, as as I guess we're gonna call it tonight. Um, you've been on the show before, and um, I, I, I took a little hiatus and thought you know what who better to make a comeback with than my man bali and you graciously said yes and i was excited here we are oh yeah i definitely was excited when i got the invite i was like had so much fun the last time so much good conversation about music and you know i i could talk about it all day so i'm saying this is this is this is a, a pleasure a pleasure to do this with you Sure. Well, thank you so much. Um, we, Like you said, we had so much fun. And then you invited me um, on to your podcast with the lovely Miss Selena. And um, I really like the flow. As a matter of Black, the flow is topic-oriented with like yeah. the mad segues. Tell us a little bit about As a Matter of Black. Well, yeah, As a Matter of Black, that's me and my homegirl, Bowie partner in crime you know we talked about for years like having a podcast because we would do all these random things out with each other have these random conversations we'd be people watching we talk about music and what we would have done if this was our show uh, or we you know <clears throat> we'll go out and just try as many different types of beers craft beers as possible and you know just talk about art life 
everything. We was like, you know what? People might actually listen to us talk about some of these random ideas and topics that we have. So we decided to do as a matter of black, I guess it's been about three or four years now. So, man, it's a great podcast. It's available on all the streaming platforms. And we just, uh, it's like, it's really for our community, our tribe. You know what I'm saying? We talk, every topic is like pertains to like uh, something about black people and you know said or our perspective is black people so right we just send to people in our community as a as a way for us to have an outlet and you know like i say let's just bond with our tribe and we encourage people to, you know what i'm saying to just fool with us you know i do i do yeah and i think that's important because there's so few venues um where we have the ability to just be yeah. and the more um the more avenues that we utilize, not just in person, but also virtually, and, and you chose a podcast as your platform, mean that you have more ears on 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 you all. And and we kind of just get to explode, ex, ex, um, expose one another to all the different things that make us who we are, and then find out, oh, snap, this is how y'all do it too. And I, I just like it, that cross-pollination of, of all of us doing it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool. And you know what I'm saying? I, right now, I think it's just time for us to, to like embrace our, our abilities to be storytellers. And you know what I'm saying? We, we so often, I talked about this with, with one of my elders in the community yesterday, how, you know, we don't have, we have to create our own platforms a lot of times to tell our stories. So when we can uh, we can highlight anybody that we cool with, or just people that we think are just dope and talented, or just share our views. You know, we 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 don't take that lightly because you know there's not a lot of periodicals that's dedicated to us sharing our views and telling our stories, and there's not a lot of platforms that other people are pushing to reach out to us. So it's it's a, it's a pleasure and it's an opportunity. But at the same time, we embrace it because we know it's needed too. And we like to have fun. So, you know. Word. It's all the things. I yeah. love that. I love that. Gotta do it like that. So, um, in the tradition of As a Matter of Black, I have decided today to have this episode be topic oriented. I picked three topics. And um, because you are my esteemed guest, I want you to tell me which topic you would like to do first. And I'm going to let the listeners know what they are. Uh, topic okay. number one is the Bobby Womack All-Star Album. And I will explain that more as we go. Okay, um, okay. All right. Topic number two is Natalie's at New York Undercover. And that is um, a very 90s-esque topic and we can get into that once that topic comes up and my final topic for you is going to be easy because you always stay this way but how sucker free have you been over the last couple of years during this um uh i don't know pandemic of um unnecessary longitude <laughs> already already you know um you got some great topics and I really um man let's pop it off with a bang let's go with the brother Bobby Womack because uh you know what I'm saying 
I, I know people like love him as an artist and I talk about him so much. So uh, I think we should just jump into that because that's going to be real fun to start off with. You know? All right. All right. And see, I'm glad you even prefaced it by saying you talk about him a lot. I didn't know that. I assumed <laughs> it in my soul some kind of way, but look, I didn't know that for sure. Look, I, I was just in the studio last week and I uh, shout out to my dude, KEV, dope, dope producer. I was at Joker Entertainment, so I hope, I'm going to tell him to listen to this. Uh, we were in a studio together and we were he was creating me uh, a beat for a new song that I'm working on. And we just get the vibe and we start talking about different people who could come to the studio and help us do this, whether they're guitarists or uh, pianists or whatever, saxophone player, whatever. And he brings up Bobby Womack's brother and how Bobby Womack's brother comes to the studio and he's listening to him tell all these stories. And he's like, is he, is he fabricating some of this stuff? Is he, <laughs> is he, is he lying, man? He, he asking me, I'm like, look, man, wow. you the truth. <laughs> he telling you the truth. Yeah. And the Womack brothers, Valentino brothers, man, they was five guys, man. And, Listen. And, and, but, but Brother Friendly is, is probably <laughs> the wildest of the bunch. So he probably is just <laughs> telling, probably just telling all the business on all the brothers. Right, right, I'm sure. I was like, man, we had like a 30 minute conversation about Bobby <sighs> back. And I was telling him, I was like, dude, they need to hire me as a consultant or something on, uh, if they ever do a biopic on him because I, I've been, <laughs> I've been studying the Womack family. <laughs> so yeah, I talk I like about that. Bobby Womack a lot. I just felt it, I just felt it and I was, he, I've just been thinking, I always think about him, but I was thinking about him a lot in the last two weeks and I wanted this to be my comeback. And so I did a little research, not a whole bunch, because, you know, we both grew up, but well, we'll talk about that. But guess when his birthday is? When is it? Friday. So we just conjured, uh, what, this is all, you, you know, this is all the plan. So for those who are not familiar with who we are discussing, uh, now, Robert Dwayne Womack um, was an American singer, songwriter, musician, and record producer. Um, started in the early 50s as the lead singer of the family musical group, the Valentinos, um, and as Sam Cooke's backing guitarist, whole, whole story there. Womack's career spanned more than 60 years in multiple styles, R&B, soul, doo-wop, gospel, and... He is one of my all-time favorite um, singers. I grew up with him in all the forms. And so sometimes when I listen to him as an adult, I just have this internal dialogue um, about who could who could remake this song right now on my personal uh, Womack All-Star album. Um, when I like artists, sometimes I come up with these imaginary albums where other people, um, do covers of that band's stuff. Um, I don't know why. Sometimes they even make a little cover for it so that I remember it. Um, so I thought I could have you um, and myself. I, I'll, I'll tell you a couple of tracks that I think will be on this LP and who would cover them. And we could discuss that. Um, and you can do the same. Side A, side B. Is that cool? Hey, sounds like a plan. 
All right. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say ladies first. Um. <laughs> Props to Latifah. Um, so one of my favorite tracks is um, A Woman's Gotta Have It. I don't know if you're familiar with this song. Yes. Um, okay, all right. Um, listening to it as a little girl is so different than listening to it as an adult woman. Um, because, you know, I thought it was so, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, damn it. You already know, right? Yeah. That's not the song I meant. I'm gonna back it up. It's not okay. a woman's gotta have it. It's the, okay, help me with this. It's the song where, um, I'm looking for a love. That's it. Okay. And he's Look. talking about to fix his breakfast to uh, yeah. all of the things. And so, so I take everything back that I said about the other song and, and, and put it on this song. It's, um, I'm looking for a love. And as a young person, listening to it is completely different than listening to it as, as um, an older woman, because yeah. I don't know if he was really looking for love because she was just like doing all the things, yo. I want her to, you know, cook my breakfast and bring it to my bed, all the things, but I would have Fontigolo do the cover. Oh, man. I'm on the run like a rock star in a stock car that's driven by the fear of being replaced. Fear of being erased. Another day at the race to the finish line where nothing significant awaits. My people listen to me and say when they listen to me that all they hear is the great. Okay. Don't you think? <laughs> that's no, no, no. That's a thing. You know, he's, he's so uh, he's so talented, and I just be forgetting sometimes that he actually singing. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite rappers, but that's dope. Like, and he would probably be, he would he would kill that. Yes, and and put a little something, you know, that holds that little. You know that little twinkle in his eye you get sometimes when he know he done, you know, done a little. Yeah, yeah I can see that happening um, with this song in particular. He might make that song more. He might make it funny too. Yes, I, that's exactly <laughs> what I think. Like the video, you know. Um, yeah. I know he does a lot of parodies for that Sherman 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 Showcase show. Like he's the musical director and will do those parodies. I can see yeah. him doing that for that too. Man, yeah, man, Fonte, he's so funny. And he actually, I mean, he's like a, when I first heard him sing, like, you know, um, on, the, on the Little Brother album, I just thought that maybe he was joking around a little bit and he just really wasn't really into it. But then I started noticing that he was singing the hooks on some of the songs too, as well, you know what I'm saying? And then doing foreign exchange, and so uh, yeah, man, he would bring he would bring that like that whole dynamic to it where it became it becomes like a whole full out performance in a dope video. I could see that. I could totally see that. Probably gonna he gonna make that memorable. Man. Yeah. So that's my first track on side A. Your first track on side B. 
Oh man, so like, okay, so my first track is If You Think You're Lonely Now. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to, I had to think, I'm like, yo, who, who would make a woman just regret? <laughs> you think you're lonely now? Wait until, wait until tonight. I'm like, voice to just it, like just just conjure up those feelings man immediately and I, I i get real visual i started just imagining this song live and uh man i had to take it back so i i, I cheated a little bit i picked somebody that's already passed away too uh, i went with gerald lavert because you know what i'm saying Oh my God. I don't know, maybe I, I just, I don't know why I feel like he sang that before, but it's the first name that I- I can... never would have thought of that. Gerald LaVert. Right. And, oh my God, I can hear it. Yeah. Like, I can hear it. And I might be tripping. I didn't look it up, I didn't research it. I don't mm -hmm. know if he performed it live or did anything like that, but I think Gerald LaVert would just really just do that song justice. Wow. Feel around today. And man, he like, that's one thing about it, like when he sang and you just felt it, you yeah. know, he had a way of just, what they, what they used to call him, what was his nickname? Uh, and they called him the Teddy. Uh, uh, something about the Teddy there. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, man, he, he used to, man, when he was on stage, man, you know, he made the women go crazy with his voice, man. You know, he get that from his dad, dad yeah. Eddie LaVert. But uh, Gerald LaVert, I felt like, man, if it was one song that somebody could sing, if somebody could sing that song and just really make a woman feel bad about that. <laughs> Real lonely, messing, with, messing up with somebody like me. I'm like, Carol LaVert, man. So yeah, that's that's my pick on the side B. I don't know if you got that song too, but think you're lonely now. The, I didn't add that one, but the only reason I didn't is because I feel strongly that the Jodeci version is what I would keep on my all-star because I'm feeling the Gerald Avert though too. Let's yeah. I never thought of that at all. Um but I feel like the Jodeci version is iconic also. Um yeah. and, and the whole cause even when you said it I wanted to go, ooh yeah. But yeah. And I, I can I, see that I can yeah. see that too. Like yeah. with, with Casey uh KC killing that song. Yeah. And you know what? And I never heard the Jodeci version. I'm gonna be real. If I if I have, if I have, I have like literally put it out of my memory. But now you saying that maybe that's why I'm thinking about Jill Bird because they both wow. voices. Wow. Okay. Well we're gonna link all that up and I'm gonna remind well I don't know. Did you watch? Did you like Martin? The Martin show? Oh yeah. You, you don't remember them that episode? When Jodeci was on Martin? Yeah. 
Yeah, but they didn't sing if you, they, they sung, uh, they didn't sing that, uh. They didn't, no, okay, they didn't. They sung, they sung, uh, Stevie Wonder lately. Okay, I, all I can see is, uh, JoJo. I'm, I'm getting my videos mixed up. Lately, and then they say, uh, they, they, they transition to something else. Okay. I always started to cry. I remember what it was out there. Lately, I've had the strangest feeling. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, that, that was a Stevie uh, Wonder cover. Okay. Yeah, I, had, I had to find that out. Uh, All right. Well, I'm going to link you to the Jodeci version because this chef's kiss. Already, shout out to yeah, yeah. Yeah. shout out to little Cedric Haley. Uh, I gotta go check out some of his. Uh, he was a kid. He was singing gospel. Really? You didn't know KC was a gospel singer back in the day? Maybe I forgot that. Look, look, he wasn't super famous, but go back. He was called, they was called Little Cedric and the Haley. <laughs> and he's and the Haley singers were like his uncles and his dad. I want to say. Wow, no, I didn't know that. Uh, you can hear that church in his voice, but he was probably about like yeah. eight, between eight, nine, and 10 years old. He was singing like full out, like touring, hitting the gospel chitlin circuit, everything. Oh, I had no idea. Look, look at Cedric. this. Look at this. Yeah, go, go. Hey, look, your boy might want to find some of that, <laughs> that gospel music that, that Casey was doing before he hit uh, the New Jack Swing R&B. You know? Word, word. Go look it up. So, um, sure. the track two on side A of this uh, Bobby Womack all-star tribute album for me is, um, which one should I say? Oh, you know what? I I'm gonna go with, uh, if you don't want my love. Raphael Sadiq would kill that song. Ah, loving that one. I'm loving that one. I'm loving that even more because I was going to pick Raphael Sadiq for one of mine's too. Okay, yeah. you still can. No, 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 I'm saying, but I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Somebody else. Um, but yeah, Raphael Sadiq, I, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he's a... Man, I, I was just talking about Raphael Sadiq the other day. I talk about him all the time. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. This is an everyday thing. <laughs> but Raphael Sadiq, man, he's like, I was telling people, he just stay in his pocket. He stay in his lane when he's singing. He, you know, he. he And I'll do my best 
right in his lane. So I like the fact that you notice what he's good at and his strength and he's dope. And so I could definitely hear him rocking out that that's a smooth cut that he can rock. Yeah. Right? Can I tell you a Sadiq thing, just a tiny thing? You can tell me as much as you want to. Okay. Have you listened to the um, Quest Love, you know, the uh, Quest Love Supreme, the podcast? Podcast, yep. Okay. Few episodes, not. I'm not probably up to date on everything. Oh, I'm not up to date at all. I have this weird thing with Questlove because he gets so pedantic sometimes that I'm just like, I have to take a little break from him. I mean, yeah. you know, no, it's no hate. I love Questlove, but come on, dude. So <laughs> this episode um, with Sadiq is so good. It's so good. It's two out. It's two episodes. So it's like really? a, an hour and a half each episode. You have to get over the fact that Questlove does talk over him quite a bit. Yeah. It's such a good interview. Like, I listened to it on a train ride from here to the Bay um, yeah. a week ago. I never listen to podcasts when I'm traveling. I listen to music straight up, but it was so good, I forgot. Um, so I highly recommend that. It's an older one, um, but it's really, oh. really good. Like, not super old, uh, 2019, 2018. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be on Spotify, but it'll it'll be like the retro ones. I don't know what the word is right now. It's not retro. Already. Archived or something. Like something. Yeah, I said retro. Already. Okay, your Go song. <laughs> Sorry. My song, okay. Um, okay, so this one. It's another one I'm kind of, uh, kind of went a little left with. So, okay, so another hit by him. Um, the way I feel about you. You're pushing my love a little bit too far. I don't think you know, I don't think you know how blessed you are. And your friend Annie tell you all she see. Have you ever thought she was trying to get close to me? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. All right. Did I put that on one? Uh, oh, I did put that on, but we gonna, I'm gonna skip it. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. I want to hear your version too. I want to hear your version. Oh, okay. Okay, so the way I feel about you, I was just like, if I could pick a song that. I could put together a, uh, just turn into a duet, basically. So, okay. <laughs> so, feel about y'all. Who could I do that? That's joint? such a good idea. Yeah. So, I was like, D'Angelo, this is the curveball of her and that man we gotta give her roses real soon like we need a tribute award or something but d'angelo and rochelle for real i was like i get them on the same i could i could see her i could see her just eating up that song and just dude i love this idea and and them just like chemistry wise on stage yes I feel like they could rock that and make that like a memorable version of the song. So, the way I feel about you, D'Angelo, because I, I know he gonna get into it, he gonna 
you know, he, D'Angelo got a way of like, you might not even know what he's saying sometimes, but you still feel it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do. You, you, you might have to go look up the lyrics. <laughs> you might be a, what is it, genius? <laughs> yeah, genius. Or you take it back to the 90s, go to Ola. But, <laughs> Word. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, uh, I, Rochelle Farrell, just one of the greatest vocals ever. Right, you're absolutely right. And man, she will probably just eat up and do well. Do well. Singing with open arms, Apollo, one more time for Rochelle Farrell. say will be the same track um but i chose um erica badu oh okay all right i i think she would have to be on this album and i think i have to give her something um that's guttural you know that's a very guttural song Come on, say, but love is on the way. 
You know, it stuns you a little bit, like the honesty. Um, and then you, you really go through it too. Like, I think she could take you there is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I feel the same. Yeah. She, she, I ain't gonna lie. First time I saw her live, she shocked me. She shocked me, man. Yeah. She just got a real good, uh, just first, she got amazing stage presence. And two, like, she just sounds so dope with her band. I didn't expect uh -huh. her. I didn't expect her to sound as good as she did. Right? Who would think? Yeah. You know, she, yeah. She a singer. She a singer. Yeah. Um, me and my best friend and some other, and her husband and some other friends, a whole bunch of us went to see her. We've seen them together, like, a lot of times. But the first time we ever saw her um, with other people, Mm -hmm. Me and my bestie, you know, it's a show. We like get into it, and everybody around us was just frozen. So after the show, um, you know, we are all chopping it up about it, and we, she and I, are complaining. Like you see, everybody was just, and her husband very casually says, "It's not that people weren't feeling it. You just get stunned. You just get mesmerized." and you really can't. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> and I, I got it. I, I understood it, what he meant after that. Like for some people, it's like, like how you just said, but in real life. Whereas, you know, she and I love shows and we have a chemistry of our own. We're not thinking about that part, but I could see how it could stun people into not being able to do anything. Now, nah, yeah, I did have my moments where I was just caught up. You know what I'm saying? In the show, and I was just kind of just quiet, just looking. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I definitely snap out of it. Yeah, okay, all right, I see you. And get it, you, you know get it. I got, I got other reasons, I got other reasons for that too. You know, you know, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> got other reasons for that. But, but definitely dope, definitely dope, Eric. Um, your number three on, on side B. My number three for Bob A. Bob A. So, uh, my number three. Um, you familiar with the song, Where Do We Go From Here? Is that Womack and Womack? That, that may, that, that may be. Nah, hold on. Is that, uh, Where Do We Go From Here? Is that a little poet? The poet too. I think it's on the poet too. Okay, okay. I do. I, I think I know the song. Where do we go from here? And so, um, man, uh, just some of the falsetto that he hit in that song. He even popped off at the beginning with like a little, little, little high pitch, little run. And mm -hmm. I'm saying, I was like, who can do this? Who can play with this song like that? And it was just, hey, it hit me. I'm saying, uh, Maxwell. Oh. Where do we go from here? He, 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 he you just pulling out all the like the heavy hitters, yo. I mean, it's the All Star album. I got yeah, that's true. We did we did say it's the All Star. It's the All Star album. Yeah. You had no choice. We, I ain't had no choice. It was like you know, what I'm saying, do y'all want to see LeBron in in the All Star game, or do y'all want to see Patrick Beverly? So I had to, 
So like I said, hey Maxwell, Maxwell, and then you know he was uh, recently honored. Uh, I guess with one of those BT awards in the last couple of years. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, and. I was just like, man, this brother don't miss a beat. He's still performing. It's still. The splits and dancing and grooving and, and, and then can get a whole melody of his songs, man. I just think about like how when Maxwell hit the scene, man, you know, it was just like, who is this brother, man? Where is he from? Like why he got this kind of old soul? Yeah, what planet? Yeah, and the ladies love him. You know? We feel good. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's for sure enough. That's yeah. for sure enough right there. So Maxwell, where do we go from here? I just feel like man, he gonna knock that's like You right. And my underhanded pitch. He a home run hitter. You know what I'm you saying? You right. You don't even have to oh. yeah, you ain't got to sell that. That sells itself. Already. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what's yours? You do you have another one? I do. Can we just can I can I get one more? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. Um I think I'ma close out my side A with uh, Nobody Wants You When You're Down and Out. Okay. Um, I really like that bluesy little, you know, heavy low end. And he just plays the guitar. Um, and makes it, he makes a, the guitar talk like for him. I mean, I know it's his voice, but I also feel that too. Um, and it's for that reason that I um, chose Gary Clark Jr. I think he would, um, I think he would do something with that. Yeah, you didn't yeah. spoke a word. You didn't spoke a word. I tried. Because when you start talking about that guitar, I said, who is she going to pick? You know, you know. Probably the baddest guitar player I could think of right now that's in, that's in the industry. Yeah, Gary Clark. Yeah, and great, great voice to the player. So yeah, I came back. Yeah. I start thinking about guitar players. I start thinking about guys like, you know, Wes Montgomery, you know, of course, Jimmy, you know what I'm saying? We have, a, we got a few, we blessed. Jimmy Ponder too, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, Gary Clark Jr., man. I, I still got to see him. That William was cool as a fan. He ran the neighborhood, was the man in demand. But Thermostat Williams got too hot on the block. They ran him out of town, and the whole operation stopped saying, What about us? Everybody's saying, What about us? Me too. He, I, I think he's the only one on this list so far that I haven't seen. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. I wish it had happened before he was so huge. I'm a fan of a smaller venue, especially now. But yeah. um, you know, I'll still do it. Yeah, I mean, you got to. You know what I'm saying? Even when they blow up, you still got to show love and. Uh, and uh, you yeah. Know. It's just harder because those huge arenas kind of 
you know, they take a lot out of me. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, and, and I hate, I, I hate to, I hate that it feels like that too because it's like, man, I don't want to stop liking somebody or stop supporting somebody when they hit that major success. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they, if they was dope, then they still more than like. They still dope. They still dope. And I know that, you know, I would love to, but I'll just, yeah. you know, I'll buy my vinyl. I'll support you that way. <laughs> Already. Well, hey, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna go left field, right? Okay. This last one. Um, wish you didn't trust me so much. Good choice. Good choice. She didn't trust me so much. I'm going left field here. Okay. Nobody gonna see this. Nobody gonna see this coming. I'm trying to think. They're alive. They're alive. This, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not pulling. I'm not pulling nothing from the traditional, like the. Oh. The, the I, I mean, we went left on this. This was an all star. Okay. Season. Yeah, yeah. We gotta, we gotta have a lexicon of dopeness. Yeah. So you know. You know, uh, this all-star selection, somebody got injured, so this is a fill-in right here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I wish you didn't trust me so much. I'm going to give that song to Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she, she. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like with her, throughout her, throughout her entanglement. Entanglements, as it were. And, you know, in her ta red table folks, mm -hmm. pull up a seat at the table and really knock it out and do her thing. She's also a singer, too. She got a band. I was just going to ask you, does she have vocals, though? Hey, you know, she tries. She tries. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She got a band called Wicked Wisdom, and she was like more... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The performance aspect of it rather than clean vocals. Okay. She, do, she got a story to tell. She got a story. Clearly. Clearly. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what I'm saying? She she probably gonna she probably gonna charge. Trust me so much. Wish she did trust me so much. <laughs> Jada Pinky Smith. From from Helen from Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We got a winner. I think this a this a winner. Um Man. I'm just go. I'm gonna put it out there. I might make a cover for this. I'm just gonna warn you right now. You know, with hey. all the things. Cause that's, hey, that's how I roll sometimes. And hey, make make that cover. That playlist gonna be fire. You know? It sure is. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Hey, we gonna we gonna set it off, man. We might after this right here. We might be branding ourselves as the the curators of the tribute albums. I mean, it's, somebody got to do it, right? We got good taste. We know things. It's a good combination. So I'm saying. Creativity. We're bringing a lot of mental fortitude to the situation. Mm -hmm. People taking notes right now. They taking them. They taking them. They jotting down. They trying to walk in the footsteps, literally. Well. <laughs> I like it, though. I got to give you props. That was fun. Gotta, that was fun. I got to give you props for that, too. Gotta Thank you for indulging me. Um, and what will be, um, what and what is his birth month? This is, you know, we are recording this on March 2nd and his birthday is March 4th. So uh, there you go. Shout out to Bobby Womack. Um, our, our next topic, you have two um, options here. New York Undercover, Natalie's, or have you um, stayed sucker free? I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. Mm -hmm. With the time as it is, mm -hmm. 
I think we should do New York Undercover because you're going to see a lot of similarities. I wasn't trying. It just happened. I, yeah. I think you're going to love it. I think we should I think we should focus on that. I, I, I love it. I love it. Okay. A, a classic show right here. So I'm all for it. All for it. I want the listeners to understand. I did not ask Bali if he watched New York Undercover. I didn't have to. Just like I didn't have to, you know, delve into whether or not he loved Bobby Womack on the level that he does. Sometimes you just know things. So I know that you probably watched this great um, show called New York Undercover um, that was popular in the mid 90s. And it's mad iconic, the, 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 the fits, everything about it. It also um, included, it was a, a cop drama, but it also included um, at the end of every episode, they, um, well, let me just read it. <laughs> American police drama, New York Undercover, which originally aired on the Fox network from September, 1994 to February of 1999, through um, four seasons with 89 episodes. Um, at the end of each episode, the, um, the main players, the cops, you know, that Eddie and JC would roll to this spot called Natalie's, it was a little nightclub. Um, and I thought we could um, reimagine episodes of New York Undercover. I have not told you what these episodes are yet. Tell you who the artist was that sang the song on that episode. I'm not explaining it right, but I think you're gonna get it. And you yeah. tell me what you would have, what you would choose now. I think you're gonna get it. I'm gonna give you an example. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. cool. I'm saying I'm gonna I'm keep it real with you too. Okay. Yeah, I did watch New York Undercover. I mean, I think a lot of us is watching New York Undercover. That was a classic night. Like, it was Thursday nights. That lineup was, what was it like? Living Single? Uh, Which was my, still my favorite. New York Undercover, those three shows, yeah. Thursday. So it kind of, you know, you, you had to be sitting there like to catch this. <laughs> as, a, as a black person, you'd be like, man, Thursday nights, you know what I'm saying? That was that was our night on TV for real, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm so glad you even remembered that and prefaced it with that because yeah, come on. I think a lot of people forget. We didn't always, have options, yo. So when we when we did get something, we supported that shit and watched it religiously, like as a family. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if and if you was and if you was gone from the house, if you was blessed enough to have a VCR to like record, <laughs> yeah, miss. You know what I'm saying. That's how you just pop back up at the house later. You know, so you got your episodes. And and voila, nice was classic. I agree. I agree. Yes. So, season one, episode three, is titled Sins of the Father. A tip from JC's, I'm going to read you the little synopsis. So, a tip from JC's son leads the detectives to a father-son drug ring at the boys' private school. The musical guest for this episode, oddly enough, is the OJs. Oh wow! We talked about Gerald Levert earlier. Look at it. Look at it. Look at. 
I, I want to try. It just, you know, it just aligned. The OJ's Anatomy. Yes. The song was For the Love of Money for this particular episode. I want to know, I'm going to read the episode again to you. Who would you put now? It doesn't have to be the OJs. Yeah. We got Natalie's now. This is the episode. And let me remind folks, JC is um, Malik Yoba. You can look him up. Um, and, oh, I can't remember the other brother's name. Eddie. Oh, uh, Michael... Um... Dela De La, De La, I believe. De Lorenzo, okay. And um, so th- there's these two young detectives um, and JC has a son. And so it's a tip from JC's son leads the detectives to a father-son drug ring at the boys' private school. Who would you have as the musical guest for you doing that show now? at Natalie's. They had the OJs for the love of money. Who would you have up at Natalie's that evening? Wow. You didn't even tell me what song. Oh, man. Okay. Based on this episode. Based on the episode. Oh, man. Oh, God. This is a tough one. It's is a it tough, tough? It's tough. This is tough, but I, I, I can do it. I can do it. Um... I'm going to say, this is in 20, this, so this is 2022. Yeah, we right now. It's, it's New York Undercover 2022. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a pop. It's a dad and a son, like, you know, they got, they, they trapping at the private school. And after, you know. <laughs> oh, man, trapping out the private school. <laughs> and, wow. um, <laughs> and you know they go to Natalie's after they solve this crime and unwind. What song would you have? I'm, I'm gonna be honest. The choice that they picked, the OJ's for the love of money. That's brilliant. Yeah. For the love of money, and they're a family too. They're doing all the things. I don't know. I don't know what I would pick right now. That's why I wanted you to. I, I figured that one out. Oh, uh, I can read you all of them and you think about it. Okay, so... I only my, have three episodes. My my pick for this one... Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit. It's going to... Uh, my, my pick going to be a little bit different. Okay. You're going to rock out with a live band and based off episode, this is what I just came up with. Okay. Uh, you're going to rock out with a live band in Natalie's, but I'm picking J. Cole, Neighbors. <laughs> J. Cole neighbors, we trapping out the private school. Uh, we trapping out the sub- uh, out the suburbs. Look at, Look at you. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. You know what I'm saying? Look at you. This is a brilliant choice. Yeah. You well, put some thought into this, and I just told you off the dome. You put some thought into this. I had, I had to go there and like give me like thirty seconds. Like, come come with something. Yeah. Somebody need to give us some money. I'm just saying. To redo this. Yes, I'm just putting it out there. And, and, and the reason why I like I like that song selection because I know it's 2022 and I'm like, man, we don't really have a lot of groups to pick from, so I had to just go straight with topic. Yes. But man, you know, anybody that's heard that story about that's like a real that was a real story. Real situation. Yeah, like he was basically, you know, saying moving to 
his neighborhood and the people in the neighborhood didn't really know him, but of course he bought a new house there and he got people running back and forth to his house. He working on music in the studio. And he, basically his neighborhood was like, a lot of action going on over there. We think that he's a drug dealer not knowing he's J. Cole, a platinum-selling uh, musical artist, and these are his friends and these producers and, you know, just entourage hanging out of this house while he's working on new music, working on that album that Neighbors came out on, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, but. Brilliant. That's, that's, that's where we're going to go. We're we going we gonna to bring the suburbs and, um. Yes. To the, to the, to the forefront in this episode. With that. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. And I like the live band aspect of it too. Yeah, I I, I love when rappers rock with that live band because I feel like they, they show that they can work with other musicians. It brings a, a lot more respect to the art form of like rapping and, and, and hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See that we can work with musicians too. Right, right. So that, that, that would be dope to see him with a band. I, I know he would. I know he would dig into that. Which is a callback to Bobby Womack. Look, I think we should come up with our own game, Six Degrees of Bobby Womack, because I just thought. I just remembered, not just thought. There used to be this rumor, like on OK Player on the message boards, that the Roots covered like did a, a a secret album with Bobby Womack years ago. Word. I always heard that and I never found it anywhere. So I know it was just, it was just talk, but I'm just saying. You, you don't think it, you don't think that really happened? You know Questlove would have told us by now. Yeah, I don't know. We don't trust him like that? I, well, I, you know, I trust him, but like, you know, I think sometimes they be like on their own timeline when they want to reveal stuff. No. I. If they hold it on to something like that, that would be everything for him. Oh, everything. Well, let me ask you this real quick. I know yeah. you got more episodes. Let me ask you this right here. Do you yeah. listen to Earl Sweatshirt? You know, only a little bit. I've never really, and not for any other, not for any bad reason. Everything I've ever heard, I liked. I think yeah. I just always just got stuck. As far as Odd Future goes, I always yeah. just got stuck with Tyler and Frank, and then yeah. I didn't go beyond that. No, nah, I feel you. I feel you. I definitely fool with Tyler Creator way more. But there's there's this um there's been this not not a rumor, there's been this hotel on social media for like a few years now, how Earl Sweatshirt and the Alchemist did an album together under like some fake pseudonym, moniker, whatever you want to call it. And they- that album that came out? Huh? You mean uh, that recent one that came out, or? I, well, I don't know if it came out, but they, but like for years they wouldn't tell anybody what the fake name was. And oh. They, and they said it's on YouTube, the whole album on YouTube. And they was like nobody can find it, and so I was just like, and they were for years, and they were like nobody's found it yet, nobody really knows that it's out there, and I'm just like, how do you bury an album between like a dope producer like that and you know, yeah, and a pretty known rapper. So I don't, maybe Bobby and Questlove and Tariq and all of them could have did something back in the day, but we don't know. But I do believe, I do feel like you said they would have said something by now, but you you just never know with these people sometimes. So And that's a good that's a good way to look at it. Like my holy grail could still be out there. Could like you be. just gave me some hope right now. I didn't 
I wasn't allowing actually, myself that, but you just gave me hope again. You never know. Thanks, Polly. Do you do you have did you have a band or artist for the episode too? No. I didn't pick any band or artist for any of these. Okay. I didn't. I don't even know why I didn't. I should have. I was just gonna be, I was just curious of what you was gonna say. But you know what? Huh. It's 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 dope anyway because now you told me about this Bobby Womack and Bruce album and like now I want to believe in it so much. I do want to believe in that. I really do. Like I I let myself <laughs> I let it go many years ago, but I needed I needed to have this episode with you so I could reignite hope for for sure. But also my holy grail that I never that I just I stopped believing in. Ain't that something? About to bring back, about to breathe back hope into despair. You know, we Look gonna, at that. Into that. We're gonna breathe into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you're gonna think I'm making this up when I say this second episode. Okay. When I when I read the thing, I was like, he gonna think I did this on purpose. I did not. The universe was on my side. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Um, I think in television they call this a callback another callback we didn't have several um season one episode five is called garbage mm. in this episode jc and eddie pose as garbage men to probe an employer's death and wind up disposing of hazardous waste mm. when they go to natalie's what do you think they're listening to? Hmm. Uh, what artists? Yep. Uh, as it is ways. It don't make sense to me, but it's a callback to our earlier conversation. And I expect that maybe the whole world really I mean, don't tell me they was, I mean, don't tell me this is a Bobby Womack episode. Yeah. What? I know, right? I ain't making this up. Okay, okay. This, Bob it does, I don't. It doesn't make sense to me though. The song is "If You Think You're Lonely Now." Wow. Okay. I don't get it. Like, sorry. You don't get how that ties into the episode. No. I don't either. <laughs> okay. About it. Okay. Yeah. So, JC and Eddie pose as garbage men to probe an employer's uh, an employee's death and wind up disposing of hazardous waste. Mm. And uh, I'm gonna go with Mary J. Blige. And I don't know if you heard this song by her, but uh, it's called uh, No Happy Holidays. I don't think, I don't think I know that one. Okay, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's one of my favorite songs off that album. Uh, the album, I think it was called Mary, the one with the uh, that I can say with the oh with the white cover. Yeah, and her. And the, I have that. I have that album. Okay, so it's, it's, I believe it's on that album. It's called okay. Holidays, and basically she talks about how uh, how. In the song, she basically talks about how um, she can't celebrate her holidays because she's a side piece. Uh, every time, you know, people are always joking about like, 
All right, so everybody for Valentine's Day, when Valentine's Day with the one, with, with the one you just found out you the side person, mm-hmm. and so she basically goes to like all the different holidays in the forest, and she's not able to enjoy with her uh, her man, I guess. So, so and she, she says like Christmas, you were not here. New Year's Eve, you were not around. No fireworks on the Fourth of July. Thanksgiving was another it's tough, lie. It's tough, so tough out there. Your family has never met. <laughs> you never met mine. No happy holidays. Okay. <laughs> so, so you definitely gonna be lonely during the holidays. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I, hey, yeah, I I'm got gonna it. Give, I'm gonna give Mary J. Blige that one. And uh, you know what I'm saying. I don't like. I still don't understand why Bobby was at the end of this episode. So we just. Nor gonna, do I. We just gonna but keep the game going. It. Like we so, Mary J. Mary J. Blige is up in here. You know she ain't gonna be thinking about this dance or nothing like that. No, we can't always. We can't always be about dancing. You know. Not dance or read. No holleration. Not the dancer. We don't holleration. No hateration on this. No. Talking about. No happy holidays. How she ain't happy on these streets. I have one final episode for you. And this one's odd, too, because it's season one, episode 16. Word. Um, and, and dig that. They used to have seasons that had more than eight episodes. Who the fuck? Um, the title of the episode is Mama Said Knock You Out, which you would think LL no, that's like an obvious. That's like, I mean, I don't know sports very well. Isn't that like when you just, I don't know. Um, so, a minister, check this out. A minister, Harold Rollins, just yes, that is correct. Harold Rollins fights a cigarette company's attempts to. Hold recruit. on, dude. Dude from dude from the end of heat of, heat of the night. That's it. Okay. All right. Tips. My, my bad, my bad. No, you good. We all we gotta we gotta let folks know. Already. <laughs> so a minister, Howard Rollins, fights a cigarette company's attempts to recruit new smokers in his community. They don't say what JC and Eddie did, but I guess they was, you know, on the case. The guest, and I don't know if I'm saying the name right, um, because I used to say it this way, and someone said I said it wrong. Because back in the 90s, we didn't always know how to pronounce stuff. Um, Jeanet? Free? Say it again? Jeanet? You know, Z. Oh, Z H A N E? Yeah, how did you how did you pronounce it? I used to say Jeanet. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought, but somebody told me I was wrong once and I never said it again. But the song they chose was free. Why they didn't choose Mama Said Knock You Out is beyond me. But what would you end this episode with? It's a, a preacher Ooh. fighting a cigarette company who trying to get them kids on that stuff, cigarettes in the community. All right. So I don't know why like LL wasn't in that conversation for that yeah. uh, episode. But I mean, they had a budget. Yeah, they definitely did, you know what I'm saying? And but Jeanne Free. You said that's the name of the song that they chose? Uh-huh. Jeanne Free. They just was like I think they was wilding out on that first season, and then they finally grew in later seasons. 
Okay. I might explore I, later seasons later. I'm really trying to figure out. The, I don't even remember that song right now. Me neither. I didn't even. Okay. I didn't want to taint my my view, so I didn't look it up. Um, but just based on the show, the the, yeah. the episode, what do you think you would end with? It don't have to be what we. Well, I'm gonna go with the theme part of the show. Okay. The theme of the show is just fighting this cigarette company. Yeah. So you know. I'm gonna throw another curveball out there, but this gonna fall right in line, kind of like the show. I feel like. Okay. But with Stephen Marley, no cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you know. That's why I chose you. That's why I chose you, sir. Yeah, Stephen Marley. Yeah, no cigarette. Yeah. Uh, no, in my room, no alcoholic beverages in my room. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying we just. We rock, we rock with Stephen Marley, and you know, man, um, Stephen Marley, man, uh, I was just talking about, you know, <laughs> real, real talk, real talk. Yeah. I literally was just talking about Lauren Hill, and I was talking about how, no offense, but the the, the guy she had, like all her kids with the father of all her it's like, we don't really know. That's like one of the Marley brothers that we don't really know that much about. We sure don't. In, in compare, oh, we don't see as much in comparison to Stephen Marley, Ziggy Marley, and uh, Damian Marley Jr. Gone. That's true. He does keep a low profile. Like, yeah, I think I think she was with, uh, I think his, his name was Rohan or something, Marley. Yeah. But but anyway, like Stephen Marley, man, he was like, he used to like really, at one point, like, I was keeping up with music and stuff that he was releasing, man. So I had his Dragonfly album and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I think I had the Dragonfly album, too. Yeah, I had that one, and I was just a fan of his, him, and, you know, he played the guitar, too. And so, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, like, you know, he's smooth. He's smooth, man. You know, he, he ain't like his brother Damien. But he's smooth with it, and uh, I feel like he will fit in perfectly with that song in the in the Natalie's uh, like aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the guitar and everything yeah. too as well. Like Again, like no it. cigarette smoking in my room, Stephen Marley. Well, thank you for playing um, New York Undercover 2022 with me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to flush this out. Dope. You be having some dope ideas. Oh, well, thank you. I thought it was a little odd, but I didn't think you would um, mind. Uh, we could do whole events around your ideas. <laughs> like, 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 nobody else believes me. When I say I have a lot of good ideas, they don't believe me. <laughs> this is this is like these type of these type of like games right here is like perfect like situation for like a dope game night. Yeah. Let's spark conversation and let's have dope music, man. Okay, all right, all right. I should I should make um because you're you we kind of work in similar fields. I've always wanted um there to be a, a book of dope icebreakers, right? That you yes. can make short, like you short shorten them a little bit, but like are relevant to like things like we like. You, you know what I'm saying, like. The whole, you know, who was born the furthest away and da, 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 all of that stuff and meetings. Uh, a soul is tired. Let's do some yeah. new innovative things. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, most definitely. And these, these icebreakers are definitely something for people like us who enjoy these type of things. Yes. yes. Yeah, Thank you. I, Thank you so much for playing too. Yeah, Just that's trying to flesh all this stuff out. That's all. I promise I'm going to make a playlist as soon as I'm done. Word. I love that we this. love Bobby Womack like this too. Like, this makes me so happy. Um, Bobby, Bobby, gotta give yes, it up. Yes, yes. <laughs> my my last question for you uh, before I let you go this evening is um, very easy because you know um, you don't strike me as somebody that suffers fools, and I think fools are suckers. So, how have you been able to stay sucker free? Um, during all of this kind of chaos in the last two years? Uh, like, for me, you know, honestly, like, one thing that I realized real quick um, in, in the midst of the pandemic and like working remote, not traveling, all that type of stuff, I really had to be uh, deliberate about like, having some healthier habits because you know when you're just in the house all day, everything can can become a distraction. You know what I'm saying that normally wouldn't be as big of a distraction, and so um, definitely developing like some healthier habits and, and finding some ways to um, promote positivity around me in my own personal space more. It, it, I didn't think about it as much and I'm glad that I think more about it now too because I feel like if there's ever a point where we, where I get back to doing my thing on a regular basis like I used to and I'm out again as much as I was and traveling the same way, um, I'll be better, I'll be better in that space too as well because you know I, I kind of had to have some time to sit down reflect and focus on building a better version of myself uh -huh. so, and, and we all have faults so i'm not saying that i'm just totally uh, a new person turn over a new leaf i don't have you know what i'm saying things that i go through but it, it is uh it is good to finally have saying some healthy habits that are continuing. So that's one way I stay I stay stay sucker free. It's, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming to sucker. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just straight up. Yeah, it get it get tough. And then uh also uh just making sure that like creative things that I that I um that I was working on that I was doing. Uh, finding ways to adapt and still, you know, um, still work on that. So uh, I I just say that, um, like, so one of the things I did was I made sure that I got some equipment to record with because since I wasn't able to go to the studio as much, um, I, I was one of those people that I had to go to the studio and I created at the studio, I write at the studio, a lot of that stuff. The process, creative process happened in the studio 50% of the time. So with that not being an option, you know what I'm saying, I had to like turn, turn to myself to kind of like troubleshoot who that, uh, 
that creative process. And you know, I'm saying I got some equipment to record with, uh, learning a little bit more about music and production on my own. And it, it kind of forced me to chat, uh, to be more independent when it came come to like songwriting and the creative process. And so that's one another way. So that's two. And then three, um, I'll just say that, um, and more than anything, I I took the time to revisit some things that I felt like I didn't fully grasp. You know, I think a lot of times I get caught up in like, you know, um, just the hustle and bustle and, you know, I'm trying to, trying to do so much before the pandemic that, you know what I'm saying, like, I didn't really listen to this album like I should have, or I didn't, I read the book, but I didn't, but I wasn't reading it on a comprehensive level where I just really got to fully digest the book and, um, and, you know, be able to break it down like I want to. You know, um, certain things I thought I really was cooking well. I was like, man, I be rushing, cooking this stuff. And <laughs> so, like, yeah. let me let me sit back and like really work on the recipe, what I'm doing, taking my time with this because I just kind of find myself just kind of like doing everything in a rush. I still gotta even think about think about that too. Like, you know, I would I, I would rush to eat. Even in my own home, sometimes I would do. I was doing that, and so that's one of the ways that the pandemic, like, uh, it slowed me down, and so that I'm able, like I said, to fully comprehend things, fully get a grasp on things, enjoy things. Man, I, I literally, you know, would stand up eating my lunch, and sometimes eating my dinner, just be standing up. Plenty of seats around, plenty of places to rest, but I'm just like, I'm thinking about the next thing. And yeah. so, so uh, you know what I'm saying, just slowing down. Slowing down was one. And so along with other things, like you might say, working on my creative process and uh, the healthier habits, really, those three things I say helped me stay sucker-free in the pandemic because it forced me to, to kind of look at myself and reflect and uh, work on some things internally. And then at the same time, I had to work to... Uh, you know what I'm saying? These are things that at the end of the day, the uh, the outcomes were like me being actually happier than I was, you know what I'm saying? So it was like good things to like, you know, help me with my mood, especially, you know, not being able to be as social. Uh, and, you know, it helped me, like I said, be healthier, you know what I'm saying? And I put on a few pounds. Hey, when you see me, you like hey, people like, hey man, you been all right? I'm like, yeah, see ya. I'm all right. Yeah, it's happy weight, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and so yeah, just you know, just taking that time was, was to be as productive and, and get some positive outcomes. That was like the best part. It helped me stay sucker free, man. You know, one thing that I say decrease was my tolerance for BS. Uh -huh. A lot more BS in 2019 than I can in 2022. So, um, 
Yeah, so that's one thing that didn't improve, but I don't really feel like that's a bad thing. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, you know. I agree with you. Everything you just said <laughs> is a mantra for mindfulness, in my opinion. And I just want to thank you so much for being um, open to sharing that and that yeah. you've done that work and you don't mind um, telling people about that so that maybe if they have not engaged in that work to be psycho free, they have some options now also. And you said, you know, you didn't follow the recipe and you've you've created a whole new recipe and it sounds wonderful. And I just want to thank you for being here uh, this evening. What a lovely way to end um, and begin um, this this whole season. So um, oh, thank you so much. Excited. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I'm always down to come and parlay and kick it with you, man. So. No cigarette smoking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. High echelon. Shout out to Melanie Fiona too. She Word on. up. Word <laughs> up. Look at you. Look at you. Um, thank y'all for <laughs> joining us uh, for Sucker Free Sunday at five on it. You can catch us here um, sometimes on Sundays, sometimes on other days. Just um, find us on Anchor FM and Spotify and iTunes and all your favorite platforms. And don't forget to check out As a Matter of Black. You can find that podcast as well on all those uh, streaming platforms. And thank you once again, Osiris Bali, for joining us. And um, yeah, yeah, you're always being black and you definitely going to be so free. Word up. Y'all be good. We'll see you soon. Peace.